Today's episode is brought to you by the Be Real Podcasting Network. For more episodes like this, check out BREELnetwork.com. And we're back with the first new show of 2017. So if you're new to the show, this is for your distraction. I'm Scott. I'm Adam. Sitting with me here is my very good-looking co-host. How's it going, Adam? Oh, it's it's going. It's let's say it's going. 2017's off to a rocking start so far. So nobody's nobody's died. Knock on wood. So for those of you who have been listening to the show, died. yeah, people have died, dude. Really? People die every day. I mean, important people. Important people? important people isn't everyone important in their own way no that's what they tell you in school whenever you, you know you're young and dumb and they're just like yeah everybody's important no big deal so i wanted to open this up a little bit because we have our regulars who listen to us all the time that we hear from but if you're a new person tell you a little bit about for your distraction we talk about whatever whatever i mean entertainment mainly pop culture movies music television News, current events, things of that nature. If, if it's happening in life or in the universe, we talk about it. We talk about each other's penises, and I actually did talk about that once. Yes, I yes, you did. That is, I think that I, is have true, so. I have too. I have too. I have too. That's why I had to say we've talked about wieners on the show. Um, that's a rarity. That that's that's a little peach for you guys. But uh, <laughs> so there's different ways you can listen to our show. You can listen to us on SoundCloud. You can search for for your distraction on there. We are on iTunes. You can search for For Your Distraction on there. You can rate us and give us a nice little review. We are on the Be Real Podcasting Network. That's B-R-E-E-L. You can Google search for that and hit up the website and listen to us on there. We have Facebook and Twitter and all kinds of great stuff. There's different ways to get a hold of us. So, Adam. Scott. Are you ready? I'm ready. Are you ready to do this damn thing? I'm ready to do this thing. All right, let's let's do the beer of the show. Let's do it. You, sir, picked this one out. I did. It is the Choco Salvation, straight from our old friends at the Stone Church Brewing. Yes. Stone Church Pizza House and Brew Pub. The Stone Church Pizza House and Brew Pub in Hermitage, PA. One of our favorite places. We were actually there over the holiday break. It was you and me and our friend Pat Lackey, P. Lack who was in a previous show a couple shows ago with us. The three of us were there for Trivia Night, Adam. Oh, yes, we were. Yes, we were. Trivia Night. They do Trivia Night at the bar. It starts at, like, what, 7 o'clock? 6 o'clock? Yeah, I think 7 o'clock 7 o'clock. the time it starts. Every Tuesday night, Stone Church Brew Pub and Pizza House, Trivia Night. And we went. And Our old friend Brandon is the one that runs it. Yes, yes. Remember him? Oh, he's yeah, a, I remember him. He's a ghost. Remember Brandon? <laughs> That's I remember great. Brandon. That's great. We need to make a member berries <laughs> meme and send it to him. <laughs> I, I'm gonna put you in charge of doing that. I don't know how it can be done, but I can do it. So, so Pelak is like one of the smartest people I've ever met in my life, especially when it comes to like meaningless trivia. But you and I are no slouches either. <laughs> a little bit. Little and bit. Uh, we played trivia, and we were victorious. We dominated. We Twice did. Twice in we a row, did. both games. And for winning, they let us pick out these wonderful giant crawlers of beer. And f- your choice, you picked the Chocolate Salvation. The Chocolate Salvation. It's like a chocolate porter. It's a good winter beer, I think. Definitely. I, I, I tried it that night whenever I was there, and I was like, you know what? They have a lot of new ones. It, it had been a while since I'd been there, so there was a lot of new ones that I'd never tried. So I was trying to get a couple in my gullet. I guess you would say, and I was looking up there, but you know what? Chocolate Salvation. That sounds like a good beer of the show. Yeah. Hmm. It's very good. I like it. Yeah, it's I not like bad. It, it still tastes just as good as it did before. It's a dark beer, but it's not too thick. No, it's not. That's that's, that's right, not, at, right at my heart. Right. Right at my heart. I know you don't like thick beers. No, so no, no, no. It, in color, it definitely has a dark coffee <laughs> chocolate color to it. A dark, deep, oh, yeah. deep brown. But really, it's not that thick of a beer. It's not. So I wish I wish we had Lackey here to taste a beer and rate it with us. Because last time on our episode that we had with him and the uh, Michael Deloney on, 
he was kind of putting us to shame with his knowledge of beer. Well, he, he knows absolutely everything there is to know and everything, but especially when it comes to beer, because he is a brewer himself, a, a part-time home brewer. But, yeah, he definitely had some knowledge when it came to beer. Oh, yeah. So you and I... General knowledge as far as beer. We like to drink beer. So We're the let's average go. man, the average Joe. So you go first. You picked it. I tell, will take tell it away. Um, like Scott was saying, it doesn't have a very heavy heaviness to it. It's very. It's not. It's not a light beer, but it's not heavy. It's like mid range. I guess you would say it's. It's definitely darker. Um, you definitely taste the coffee, a little bit of the chocolate in there. Um, it's got a bit of a bite to it. And I kind of. I kind of like that. Just a tiny bit of a bite. You know, it's not. It's not too rough on you. The ABV is 6.6%. Um, it's not it's not as hoppy as you think it should no, be. No, but I I kind of prefer that. Right. I, uh, that's that's me. It's it's not as hoppy. So for those of you that don't like the hops, want to try something different, yeah, give it a go. It hits you with a sweet aftertaste. Yeah. It definitely the end of it is sweet. <clears throat> it's probably from the chocolate. Yeah. I think I would rate it out of 5. I give it a 4. Four. It's a, it's a good it's a good beer. Stone Church has a winner on the, their hands with this one. You, I should have went first because when I drank, I said I'm going to give this a four. I'm not going to give it any of my half points or point two five points. I'm going to go right at four. And then that's what and you, you scooped me again. So <laughs> so I'm going to stick with it though. I'm also going to give it a four. It. It's a very good beer. Very good beer. I definitely recommend this one. Um, we. The night you were drinking it, you were drinking it on nitro. Yeah. But they, you can't do nitro in a take-home growler unless you're going to drink it that night. So, but was it better on nitro, or does it not really matter to you? It might have been. It's been a while. It's been a couple... That's true. Like a week or two that since was, we were there. It's had been like, like a week two, and a half or something. Yeah. yeah, something like that. So, it's been a while. So, I would say, for me, it tastes the same, almost. Okay. Uh, maybe if I had, like, two glasses next to me... Uh, Blind taste test. Exactly. I might say it say differently, but for right now, I'd say it, would, it tastes about the same. Very cool. All right. So thanks to everybody at the Stone Church <laughs> Brew Pub and Pizza House in Hermitage, Pennsylvania. The Chocolate Salvation is going to be our beer of the show. Beer of the show. Oh, so Adam, what's new? What's new in the world? What's new in the world? Scott. Yes. You played with dinosaurs when you were a kid, right? Did you, did you play with dinosaurs when you were a yeah, kid? Have you heard that? You've heard that before? I, I, I've heard it somewhere. I played with dinosaurs as a kid, yes. What would you think about if they did Jurassic Park in real life? How would you feel about Jurassic Park in real life? Like, I would go. You would go? <laughs> I would be there day one. I'd be I, I'd be like those idiot little children in Jurassic World <laughs> that like went by themselves. That would be me. I Look at what I do at Disney World, dude. I freak out about Disney World. Would you give up Disney World for Jurassic Park? For real fucking for real, dinosaurs? For real dinosaurs. For real dinosaurs. You'd give up Mickey Mouse. I'd see a fucking long neck? <laughs> yes. Absolutely. I'd be there. I might do both. Rex. I might do both. Oh, that's, a, that's a hefty vacation right there. That's a pricey both. one. Gotta do what you gotta do. YOLO, Adam. YOLO. YOLO. I'm gonna read you this tagline of this article I read. Let me see what you... Just, let me see what you think just from the tagline. Once in a lifetime, fine. Dinosaur tail discovered trapped in amber. A real dinosaur tail tra- discovered trapped. Like, like, not like flesh and everything like that, but like an actual like fossilized dinosaur tail. I want to know who Amber is and do you have her number? Because that's impressive. I used to know an Amber and I used to have her number, <laughs> but not anymore. No, an actual dinosaur tail was apparently found in Ch- uh, by a Chinese paleontologist. Apparently, she found it at a market, and it was being sold as, like, a trinket or, or something like that. And I guess the person that she bought off of didn't know its value, and when she got it, she took she took it to wherever, her lab or wherever, and tested it, and it's, like, a legitimate dinosaur tail. Like, apparently, the dinosaur that it is is, like, the size of, like, a sparrow, so it could fit in the palm of your hand, but it was, like, a, it was like a carnivore. <laughs> but... It's so old. It's got to be like 65 million years old. At it least. is. It, it, it's, it's like 99 billion or something like that. Or I think. No. 99, not billion. I mean million is okay. what I meant. I meant million. <laughs> <laughs> but basically what it says in the article, fragments of dinosaur era bird wings have been found preserved in amber. 
before. But this is the first time a mummified dinosaur skeleton has been dis- discovered. So this is like basically proof. Like this, I'm going to show you a picture. This we'll have to is put like this... a zoomed in close up. Wings, feathers. Feathers, yeah. Feathers right there. But we'll have to post this photo. Definitely, absolutely. Yeah, because the people listening to the podcast have no fucking clue what we're looking at. But, no, absolutely not. But, but Adam showed me a photo and, and it did have feathers. And yeah, it's like they this... believe they, they've changed. Scientists have changed their theory on on dinosaurs. If you if you go back and watch Jurassic Park, the f- original, they were more like reptilian looking, lizard like, scaly skin. And then if you go back into like, oh god, that horrible flaming turd that was Jurassic Park three, oh, the yeah. Velociraptors looked different. They had like almost like plumage on the top of their head because dinosaurs started believing that hey, they maybe had feathers. Yeah, there's that. That's been the theory for the most part. But apparently, thanks to this amber, the preserved pig... What it says right here, I'm quoting from the actual article I'm reading, the amber preserved pigmentation from the feathers allows scientists to assess with some certainty certainty exactly how they look. So no more speculation. We can have, like, a pretty good idea of color and, the like, from the pigmentation, I think is what it's trying to say, like, how they look like. Some people say, like, oh, they look like giant chickens and everything like that. Well, no, I mean, they've got some feather-like features, but it's, like, an amazing find. Like, up to now, it's just been, like, dead fossils, but now we've got, like, this dinosaur tail preserved in amber, and it's it's a tiny thing. It's, like, super small, but still. But how can you extract DNA from it to clone <laughs> dinosaurs? I feel that the DNA would be too old. I, I was telling you before that I read an article that was interviewing the paleontologist that was the uh, inspiration for Dr. Alan Grant in the Jurassic Park films. And he said that what was done in Jurassic Park by extracting the DNA from the, from the mosquito or from the tail, whatever, trapped in the amber, is unrealistic because it would just be too old. The DNA would be too... There wouldn't be enough to, to come out with it. But what he did say could be done is more of what happened in the newer movie Jurassic World, where they spliced with other creatures together, which made the anonymous Rex. Like, yeah. They could do more of like the mad scientist, the Dr. Frankenstein type deal, and which is horrifying if you think I, about it, it. It is absolutely horrifying. I mean, imagine trying to do that to a person. Like, if you thought, like, ah, let's do that to, like, an animal, like a dinosaur, it'd be like, yeah, let's bring it back with, you know, different genes. But it's like, let's do that with a human. Everybody be up in arms, protesters, God does not want this, God does not want this kind of stuff going on. So... None of that human centipede shit. Going on. <laughs> uh, unfortunately... Not Donald so. Trump's America. <laughs> Get to him later. <laughs> Unfortunately, Scott, the soft tissue and decayed blood from the tail were found in the amber, but no genetic material. See? No genetic material. That's what the guy said. But this is still like an amazing find. It's, oh, it's yeah. Like I said, it's a once-in-a-lifetime find. No, gen- no dinosaurs anytime soon, unfortunately, or fortunately, however you like your cake. But all these you know, flat earthers, the... The Holy Roller Christians that say the world is 3,000 years old or whatever. How do you explain this? Did Noah leave it off the ark? <laughs> That's what I want to know. How do you I've explain had, I've this? Had, I've had people make the argument to me, well, you know, there have been, like, there's a plausible uh, reasoning why, you know, the earth is 3,000 years old and why humans and dinosaurs exist side by side. Because there's been, you know, human skeletons found, like, buried near dinosaur fossils He's a dinosaur man. Do you know how to answer that question? Carbon dating, my friend. Carbon dating. That's what, the answer. Do you know what is carbon dating? We're not scientists. Um, we're carbon-based <laughs> life forms. So every, carbon is in everything. So you can you can date things. I don't know the exact science behind it. You, you need to ask a, a a lackey or something. You need to ask Pat Lackey. Yeah, you need to get him back and ask him how carbon dating works. But um, it's it's measuring the carbon in the fossilized skeletons or whatever it is you're you're dating and for some way it's how much carbon is located in it tells you the date of it i don't know the science behind it i just know that that's the scientific process they have that can tell you approximately how old something is but if you have a human being skeleton and a dinosaur skeleton you can get 
approximately that they were millions of years apart from each other that they didn't even come close it just so happened a dinosaur di- died here and skeleton and then soil and whatever covered it up and then a few a million years later a human happened to die on the same spot and then you know with erosion and there's a fucking skeleton right next to it this skeleton oh that guy must have been riding that shit so jesus didn't have a velociraptor that he rode in the battle was Jesus might have been a Velociraptor, Adam. <laughs> Who knows? He was fossilized for your sins. What's your favorite dinosaur? My favorite dinosaur was always the raptor. The Velociraptor? I always had a, I always had a little inkling. Some people say the Tyrannosaurus because, you know, he was, you know, the king of the dinosaurs. And actually, I've read a lot of uh, sci- articles that scientists believe that the Tyrannosaurus might have been more of a scavenger, scavenger yes. than an actual carnivore because there's tiny little, tiny little claws that just flail about in front of him. You know, if he falls down or in battle or something like that, how is he going to get? He's going to have a hard time getting back up. So he would just scavenge for what's left over. Me, I was always a raptor kind of guy. You know, they're stealthy, they're fierce, they're intelligent. Just, yeah, absolutely. I always wanted to ride a raptor. That was always my dream. There's only, there's only two people who've done that. Jesus Christ and Chris Pat Pratt. Oh, wait. That's the same person. Never mind. <laughs> I, I've always been a fan of the Ankylosaurus. Which one is the Ankylosaurus? Oh, that little low guy. He had like oh, the little... almost like a dick on his tail, like two giant balls on the end. He's like armored. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, really cool. Kind of cool. I like Stegosaurus, too. He got fucked up by the Indominus Rex in Jurassic World. One yeah. of those, one of those guys. I yeah. saw that. It was, yeah. it was a little depressing watching that happen yeah. because he was like, "Oh yeah, he's gonna get away," and then all of a sudden he gets on his back. He's like, "Oh, it's like a turtle. It's so sad now." Yeah, I'm depressed. I know, man. He didn't do anything. Yeah, <coughs> I watched uh, Land Before Time recently. Did you? That's Which one? Great... The first one? Uh, yeah. Are there more than one? Uh, there's like twenty more. Really? Yeah. Oh, something we'll like that. Check something, them out. Are they good? Stupid like that. Are they good? Yo, you know what, Scott? You only live once. Okay. So don't watch them. <laughs> don't waste, don't waste those once. hours watching them. So, uh... First one, loved it. Childhood. Oh, my God. Right here. It's the first movie I ever saw in the movie theater. What's the first movie you ever saw in the movie theater? Do you remember it's this? I'm putting in- you on the spot here. Yeah, that you're all putting me on the spot. It's an interesting question. Um, I feel like it was something kid-oriented. Obviously, it had to have been... Yeah. You don't know that answer, though. It's got to be something Disney. See, this sticks it's with It's got to be something Disney. I think maybe like Lion King or something. Okay. It's got to be something like that. I, I, I remember this very vividly. And this is why I played the dinosaurs as a kid. I was born in 1984, and the Don Bluth classic. I feel like we need to fade away with guitar playing in the background. I was born in 1984. <laughs> yeah. Well, I got to give people a good timeline here. Yeah. I was born in 84. On a story the, night. The Don Bluth classic animated feature, The Land Before Time, was released in 1988. I would have been four years old. So that's when I went to the, the movie theater for the first time, and I saw that masterpiece. And the Diana Ross song came on at the end. Don't lose your way with each passing day. Oh my god, I bawled like like his mom died, man. It was so sad. That was sad yeah. It was like so adult and that dickhead sharp tooth. Sharp tooth. How much of a bitch was Sarah? What a little bitch. I wanted to cunt punt her. She was <laughs> terrible. She was terrible. But and then they try to make you feel bad for her, like every five minutes. Every five minutes every now and then they try to make you feel yeah, bad for it. You know, she had to learn a lesson. I get it. It's a kid film. But what a great movie. Oh, yeah. What a fantastic And me being hardcore Disney, that's not a Disney film. It was actually uh, distributed by Walt Disney on VHS, but it wasn't produced by Disney. It was the same company that did An American Tale and uh, those kind of films, which is another very good one. Yeah. The Five movies, yeah. But... I loved that movie, and that's what got my love for dinosaurs. I I had all the little figures, like every time di- I could name, I could like pronounce crazy ass dinosaurs' names. As a little kid, my mom thought it was like the most hilarious thing. She's got videotapes of me like telling what dinosaurs are. It would have been on YouTube if it happened in uh, 2017, but no way, nah, no way, nah. That shit got <laughs> that shit got deteriorated over the years. The video. There's no proof. 
But that was one of my favorite cartoons as a child. I there was another dinosaur movie that wasn't that great, but I still liked it a lot. We're back. We're you remember back. that one? I do. I do remember we were back. That one was it was weird. It was kind of enjoyable. You know, I still enjoyed it as a child. If I went back and watched it now, I don't think I'd have the same nostalgia for it. But I haven't seen that in years. Neither. But I can picture like the cover, like the case of it. Yeah. I think I used to play the We're Back video game. I was a gamer ever since I was a little kid. And you had, I had a video game? Yeah, for Super Nintendo. Holy shit. Like, I used to play the We're Back video game, and I played that shit all the time. Not even because I really loved it, because I was like, I could play as a freaking Tyrannosaurus running around the city? Hell yeah. I'm all about that. So. I remember there was a movie called Theodore Rex, starring Whoopi Goldberg. I don't... I don't... I, I don't remember the plot of it at all, but I remember there was, like, a giant, like... A guy in a horrible suit, like as a T Rex that wore like a sport jacket and sneakers. And Why does that sound so familiar? He was for, like lived in New York City and like pals with Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah, that Theodore Rex. Why does that and sound then familiar? there was a movie that came out the same year as Jurassic Park, which movies tend to do that. It's nuts. It was uh, it was called Carnosaur. Did you ever hear of that movie? Nope. And it was like you're like the king of like B movies. And yeah, stuff. it really was a B movie. It tried to they tried to a rival studio when they hear when they catch oh there, there's going to be Universal's going to be putting out a dinosaur film. We better you know keep up with them. So they come out with Carnosaur and it was really bad. And there was a couple sequels, but like in today's time it would be like a, a made for TV sci-fi channel movie. Like they were that bad. It's like some virus strikes and like. It's like turning people like back prehistoric, like the one episode of Star Trek: The Next Generation. Yeah, like, kind of like How great that. was that episode? It was a good one. <laughs> yeah, but uh, <laughs> but uh, we're gonna gush over that for a second. <laughs> yeah, Worf was really scary. Oh yeah, everybody else is like a bitch. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so this movie was just crazy, like. People started like laying dinosaur eggs, and like dinosaurs would hatch from them, and they'd be loose in town. Yeah. Do you remember Denver, the last dinosaur? No. Fuck, dude. So you're you're the dinosaur this man. This is a cartoon. Like... Denver, the last dinosaur. He's my friend, and a whole lot more. <laughs> yeah, dude. So the, he was like a dinosaur. That, it was like kids that lived in California, and they were was like, that like a PBS or a Nick Jr. thing or something? Wow. I don't know. That was a long time ago. It was like Saturday morning, like ABC, CBS cartoon. Oh, okay. It lasted for just a couple seasons. Denver, the last dinosaur. Yeah. And these kids like discover this dinosaur and he's like friendly and like they teach him how to skateboard and he's like really whimsical and he's like their friend, but they got to like hide him from like the dog catchers and stuff. And because apparently dog catchers were a serious threat back in the eighties. Everybody was always really concerned about the dog catcher. Right. Do you Have you seen a dog catcher in 2017? Like, are they a I, thing? Yeah, I'm like, I'm kind of like, I don't know. Maybe in the, the city. Like, 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 how do you get to be a dog? Do you have to, like, win an election to be a dog catcher? Well, I mean, every single dog catcher I've ever come, I've ever seen any type of video or movie or TV show has always been pure evil for the most part. They've always been an asshole. Like... Wasn't Craig's dad in Friday a dog catcher? Yeah. Yeah, he wasn't evil. He was awesome. He was a dog catcher. But like, he Son, was also kind of an asshole, too, though. Dog bit me in my ass today. <laughs> <laughs> that voice is always going to... Go gonna... get your ass, Mr. Postman. <laughs> yeah, but like, dog catchers are apparently like a thriving profession in film. But like, in the real world, like... If you're listening to this podcast and you or someone you know is a professional dog catcher, not even a professional, like a part time, we'll even take you that. get paid for catching feral canine. Please send for your distraction email for your distraction at gmail dot com. Get a hold of us on Facebook or Twitter. We want to know why can't why can't we be dog catchers? I'm looking at these pictures of Denver the Last Dinosaur. Yes, Denver look, the I'm Last Dinosaur. The, yeah. the animation looks like 
circa planet captain planet dude no no joke that's right that's the right era you're like you're in the right ballpark absolutely looks like that like at first i was like is that captain planet characters did you ever see the the pictures online where it's like you know what happened to the kids from the magic school bus they grew up to be the kids from captain planet and they all look like basically like grown-up versions of the kids from magic school bus like, I thought you were going to be like, they grew up and made meth, because Miss Frizzle was too good of a science teacher. <laughs> no, that's Charlie Brown. That's the Peanuts game. There was, there was a Family Guy, I think it was a Family Guy thing, where um, it was like, what happened to the Peanuts crew after they got after they grew up, and it's like, they're all sitting there like as adults in like, this house, like a reunion thing, and they're all like, having fun, and then Charlie Brown just busts through the door all methed out and everything it looks like he's got tattoos and recovering drug addict yeah <laughs> he's like he's like he's like oh yeah you want to know what happened to woodstock everybody want to know what happened to their old pal woodstock and he starts bawling he's like i sold him the stuff man it was me <laughs> and he's like freaking out and stuff it was it was great yeah I feel like Charlie Brown he must have had like alopecia as a kid or something like he was bald headed and he was he like a sir man did he really have cancer? Mm. Oh, you're just saying that. He looks like it. Like, I mean, he's all he's all depressed all the time. He's, he looks like he's got nothing to live for. Like, he's he's got bald head. He's got like that one little hair that he's like desperately trying to keep. And everybody's like pushing him around because you know it was fun to make fun of cancer patients back in the day. Apparently, wasn't uh, Fergie from the Black Eyed Peas? Wasn't she Lucy? The voice of Lucy, not the original one because it's very old, but yeah. like, like the reprive and like the never once like the reprive eighties. I'm I'm almost 90s. certain I could be wrong on that, but I think Fergie, yeah. Fergalicious, Fergalicious, yeah. How come every time I come, around? yeah, her, <laughs> yeah, she's uh she was the voice of Lucy Van Pelt in the Peanuts cartoon. Charles Schultz, man, what a genius, what a brilliant man. He was. What else did he do? Is that all he did? Did he need to do anything else? Well, I mean, is that all he did? Like, what else did Matt Groening did, do? Did he like? I think he, he did other things. What else? Yeah, did he, he did Futurama, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he, he did, he did, he did other things. What did what did, he just right, he, he just write like the first penis guy? He's like done, and he moved on for the rest of his life. But he broke. But he broke. Matt Groening, you know how you know why Simpsons is one of my favorite cartoons of all time. It's because it's the same age as me. Yeah? It's it's first season came out. The and you're year both I was going born. strong. We are, too. <laughs> Super fucking strong. And that's how I, like, I grew up with Simpsons. So that's always been, like, my favorite cartoon pretty much of all time. When are we going to get a second Simpsons movie? Never. Why? Because it wasn't as good as the TV series. I No, I know, but it was still great. I really liked the movie. It it's like, like you just said, if, if, it it was, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. You but know? I would pay to go see a Simpsons movie. Again, I, the first one, if it was a standalone, yeah, it would have been god-awful. But because everybody, and I mean everybody, knows and loves The Simpsons, that made the movie better than it would have been if it was Homer's Burgers or something. Like, anything else. Well, it's like there was a weird thing with The Simpsons movie where they tried to get really emotional partway through the movie it was like homer's a like homer doesn't give a shit about you know our friends and people that are back in springfield and all this and that and then you know he's having like a hard heart with his family and they get serious like we're going back to springfield to try and save them and everything and homer's like you know irritable. it got like really like heartfelt and serious and that kind of threw the movie off for me a little bit it didn't bother me it, it i mean it was fine but it, it didn't feel like simpsons to me when it did that and i was like you could tell it was like it was definitely a movie. Like if you cut that movie up into thirty minute episodes and then you showed that part, you'd be like, "This seems like like the climax of a movie right there." So I stopped listening to you because I was singing Spider Pig to myself. Spider Pig. He made a comeback. Spider Pig came, came, made a comeback in one of the recent episodes of Simpsons. I've been oh, wa- si- really? Yeah, I've been watching Hulu, and I watched a recent episode of Simpsons. Like I think it's like the last new one, maybe. And Marge was talking about. She got like this uh, Chinese or Tibetan uh, book on like cleaning or something like that, like getting rid of the clutter in your life. And basically, was saying like, "Does this thing give me joy? No, then throw it out." Basically, kind of thing. Like, 
And Spider Pig made a comeback because she was trying to clean up the whole house. And she was basically like, you need to get rid of Spider Pig. And he, he just popped up right there. And I was like, oh, fucking Spider Pig. There's a whole episode about that. It was great. <laughs> Casper the Friendly Ghost was, yeah, that movie, the Bill Pullman. Yeah, Christina, Bill Pullman, Christina Ricci. Christina Ricci movie. Yeah. That movie, great movie. Really, really good movie. Not enough ghost action if you think about it. Like, when you really stop and think about it, like, there's all, like, the depressing, like, conversations that Casper has with Christina Ricci's character, and that's all well and good, but, like, when you get down to it, like, the funny characters, like, the the happy-go-lucky characters are the ghostly trio, but they're, they're kind of dicks, though. they're kind of dicks, but, like, they're, like, they're the, you know, they're the goofballs, and they make the movie fun, even though they're assholes and shit like that, they have, like, so few scenes. They have like a total of like five scenes, I think, in that whole movie. No, they don't have more than that. Like, there's seriously like a limited amount. Like, maybe not, maybe not five scenes, but you don't see enough of them. Like, you barely. There's the scene at the beginning, whenever Bill Pullman first sees Casper, and he has that like little sword fight with the cane and the umbrella and stuff. And then there's a scene the next morning at the breakfast table. There's a scene in his office when he's trying to talk to them. And they, like, take him to the bar because he won't talk to him anymore. And then there's the bar scene. That's four. And then there's, like, the end when they have, like, that Casper, the friend. It's, like, five scenes. What about the scene where uh, before they get Bill Pullman and Christina Ricci to come to the house uh, and they, like, Dan Aykroyd's there yeah. playing. But that's not fun. with them, though. And then it was uh, Father Guido from Saturday Night Live. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Oh, yeah, it's a that was so good. It's great, great pulls in the great movie. I just mean like the up, no, I don't want to say upbeat characters, but the goofball characters, like in that movie, for the most part, you almost don't see them. Like they they have so little scenes. You could argue the very beginning of the movie whenever um, uh, Kerrigan and her lawyer or whatever go to the house. And there's that scene whenever uh, Casper first meets them and then the uncles wake up and there's that swirling whirlwind of obviously them. You could argue that's them, but it's not really, so. Christina Ricci turned into a total babe. Oh, yeah, she did. Yeah. Yeah. She's total babe. Is she crazy, though? Is she loony or is that just like a couple of roles she's played? I mean, like some Tim Burton movies thrown in there. She might be. I don't know. Who knows? Oh no, in real life. Like I, other than like a few movies, she played in um. What was the what was the uh, axe murderer movie? Or not axe murderer? You you know the old legend like Sleepy Hollow. Like no no no. She was in Sleepy Hollow. Okay yeah that. But I mean, um, it's a great movie. Johnny Depp and it's the old children, it's the old children's rhyme. Then Anna took an axe and gave her father forty wax and then. You know, Lizzie Borden. Her, Lizzie Borden, yeah, she was Lizzie Borden, I think. Really? Yeah, I think there was there was a movie that was on Netflix, and she was, uh, I think it was her. She played Lizzie Borden. I didn't know there was a Lizzie Borden movie. Yeah, there was. It was a while ago. Yeah. Let me see if I can. Let me. I'm gonna see if I can find no, it. I, I trust your judgment. Uh, I'd like to know what year it came out. But yeah, like she was in that, and I mean that was like a crazy flick. So she was Adam's Adam's family too. So that was very young. Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure it was her. I could be, I could be totally fucking wrong, but I just, I maybe I think she's a little bit weird because the roles that I think of her in are Adam Stanley, Casper, Sleepy Hollow, yeah. and they're all like Halloween movies. So that's kind of like her typecast, I suppose. She was in Fear and Loathing. Did you know she was in Fear and Loathing? I mean, I'm on here, and it's it's saying fear and loathing. It's bringing that up. Fear and loathing in Las Vegas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't know. Small soldiers. I'm going Lord down the country. I'm we'll be lucky to get out of here alive. I'm going down the rabbit hole now. Small soldiers. Yeah. What were those little bitch aliens? What were they called? Um, they were the Gorgonites. The Gorgonites. The Gorgonites, dude. The Gorgonites are peaceful. Tommy Lee no Jones harm. was gonna lay waste to them like it wasn't a damn thing. Dude, he Fuck recorded a God. whole. You notice, you notice at the end of the movie when you record, recruited that whole army of toys, there was not one other Tommy Lee Jones one. You know that? Like, did you see that? 
There was not one other he Tommy Lee Jones didn't one. Get the other ones. He wanted to be the commander. Well, no shit. But that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. there wasn't a single other one. <laughs> I can't find the damn movie. But oh well. Smurfs two. She was in Smurfs two apparently. So I mean, there's some kids friendly stuff. You know. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Christina Ritchie, total babe. Speaking of entertainment, guess who's uh, guess who's on Twitter having a feud, Scott? Guess who's having a Twitter battle? Mr. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Get down! And President-elect Donald Trump. <laughs> do it. No, you can't do it? I don't want to do you it. You don't want to do it. Yeah, they're having they're having a Twitter feud right now. And guess what they're having a Twitter feud about? They're having a Twitter feud about Arnold Schwarzenegger's ratings on Celebrity Apprentice. You know about this story? Unfortunately, I heard that God fucking worry about the Russians. <laughs> Don't worry about creating jobs. Don't worry about fucking Celebrity Apprentice. All right. Just stop. Just stop. Well, Donald, <laughs> just stop. Donald Trump's tweet was, wow, the ratings are in. And Arnold Schwarzenegger got swamped or destroyed by comparison to the ratings machine, DJT, so much for. Yeah, he, call, he refers to himself as DJT. So, yeah. He, 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 came, he came at Arnold. Arnold came back, he came on Arnold. Yeah, he came all over Arnold. I knew it. Like he, he came all over him. Apparently, he does that to a lot of people. He Arnold came back at him though. He came back in the most in the most refreshing way that makes me love Arnold Schwarzenegger. His tweet back at him was, "I wish you all the best of luck, and I hope you'll work for all the American people as aggressively as you work for your ratings." So he came back at him, and it's. It it kind of refreshes it because he he didn't ha he didn't extend the Twitter battle he just is kind of like you know what I'm gonna come at you like this and everybody's on his side. Well, yeah, Donald Trump is the most unpopular president elect in the history of keeping track of how popular president elects are. Allegedly, like by a lot. Like, allegedly. What do you mean allegedly? It's numbers. Do, it's facts. Do people love him though? People hate him. He lost the popular vote by three million votes. That's a that's no president who's won the electoral college has lost the popular vote by that wide of a margin, ever. He got slaughtered in the popular vote. Yet, Therefore, the, the majority people of people in this country <laughs> did not vote for him, and yet he has to represent them. So you, he's not well liked. Do you watch The Apprentice? No, I have, never fucking. You never watch it. I'm never going to. You might I'd rather close my dick in a door. You might, you might, you might uh, end up watching The Apprentice with Arnold on, and after you hear about this, um, you know how Donald Trump had those little catchphrases like "You're fired." Yes. He has like little "You're fired" catchphrase. Well, they've ri they've written for Arnold Schwarzenegger his own little catchphrases. Please tell me you're terminated. Is that it? Yeah. <laughs> I can't even. I can't. Even, I didn't even fucking know that. I, a, I guess in the first episode, a YouTube personality, Carrie Keegan, was the first to be fired. And he looked at his like, Carrie, you're terminated. <laughs> guess what he said after that? Now get to the chopper. <laughs> and there's apparently, I didn't watch it, but there's apparently a helicopter that is waiting for the people that get fired Shut to up. take them away. <laughs> Shut up. I'm not joking. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, and I guess, I think, like, each episode during the season, they are they might write him, like, a different mm. thing, like, catchphrase from one of his movies to fire him or something like that. I don't know. But, yeah. Mm, like, they've, they've, they've gone down the well, is what they've done. They jumped the shark. I <laughs> 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 uh, Jesus Christ. That's that's a show I'll... I'll I, I never watched it when Trump was on there. I'm not. I'm not even gonna watch it with Arnold. I like Arnold, but there's a million, maybe two million things I'd rather do before sitting down and wasting my time watching that show. I probably won't watch it either. To be honest. Yeah. Did you hear 
Mark Hamill, though. About Mark Hamill. Luke He's, Skywalker? Yes, about Luke Skywalker. He's been reading. They found him. They did find him. Yeah. He was down the hole. They've been. He's been reading Trump's tweets in the Joker voice. Oh, I did hear this. Did you ever hear I him? I did hear this. No, I didn't hear didn't them. Hear him? I'm going to play you. This is the first one. As the Joker. He does it Joker as the Joker. Here. Exactly. Happy New Year to all, including to my many enemies, and those who have fought me and lost so badly. <laughs> they just don't know what to do. <laughs> that that's gold. <laughs> that's amazing. That's it. It is amazing, isn't it? <laughs> Apparently, Trump tweeted this other thing um, about Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep, one of the most overrated actresses in Hollywood, doesn't know me, but attacked last night at the Golden Globes. She is a Hillary flunky who lost big. <laughs> For the 100th time, I never mocked a disabled reporter, would never do that, but simply showed him groveling when he totally changed a 16-year-old story that he had written in order to make me look bad. Just more very dishonest media. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, <laughs> so good, but, dude. That, that that's amazing. When I first heard that, I was like, "Oh my god!" I listened to it like five times. Seriously, did you watch the Golden Globes at all? No, I didn't. I did. I, you're I did. you're into that kind of stuff, I, aren't you? I, well, especially a lot of times. Not always, but a lot of times, the Golden Globe kind of gives you a forecast of how the Oscars are gonna go. So that's why I kind of enjoy watching them. But yeah, Meryl Streep got a Lifetime Achievement Award, and her speech was great. It was I was very impressed by it. Uh, but I knew I knew there was going to be a shitstorm to follow from our president elect <laughs> and his Twitter addiction. He was gonna, oh my god. So I don't like award shows for the most part. I'm not a big fan of them because. They always give. Mostly, I watch. I've ever watched like movie award shows, like the like. Yeah, like the Oscars. Yeah, like the Gold Oscars, Globes, Golden Globes, yeah, stuff People's like that. Choice. And I feel like those award shows never give it to like. They always give it to like the really really artsy films, and they never pay homage to anything else that's good. So you would have been happy. Deadpool was nominated for a lot. Was it? Yes. Did it win? No. It deserved to win, so that's why I don't no, watch it. it. it that's why I don't watch that shit. Oh, relax. It deserved to win something. It deserved to win something. So, Just being nominated is good. <laughs> I mean, I've never been nominated for an award. Everybody always talks about us millennials getting participation trophies. I never fucking got a participation trophy. I got one. You did? I got one. What was it for? T-ball. You got a participation trophy for t-balling. Yeah, dude. In fairness, I was dumb back then, so I kind of deserved one because I the first time I ever hit the ball off the tee, I ran to third base first instead of the first base because I didn't know uh, which way to run. So you should be like, "Oh, coach, sorry, I'm used to playing t-ball down in the ceiling with the Kiwis, and that's how they do it." That's funny, coach. <laughs> that's a funny one, coach. Like, if you're the coach of, like, T-ball, you just, like, the baseball reject or something like that? Like, you don't know. You're probably somebody's parent who did it because there was nobody else to do it. Probably. But, uh... I never got a participation trophy. Did you ever get a trophy, period? Oh, yeah. Because I won shit, dude. (laughs) I I was a baller, man. (laughs) I was a baller. I was baller blocking for days. I had... Look, I got trophy... I got... Look at this one. I got one right here. 2001 Tri-County Deck Sports Roller Hockey Champions. Yeah. doesn't say Roller Hockey Participant. This thing it has, says Roller Hockey Champions. This thing has been sitting on this table for like two years now since we started this show. 
And I always thought it was like a knickknack or something. Like, I didn't know it was an actual trophy. No, it's an actually motherfucking trophy. <laughs> I mean, it's very, very plastic, Scott. Well, yeah, but you know how much blood, <laughs> blood, sweat, and tears went into this? I hoisted this in 2001. How much blood, sweat, and tears went into a piece of plastic? There's marble on the base. Yeah. There's. I don't think there's real marble. No, I don't think it is. No, it's not. I got your bitch tiptoeing on my marble floors. Sorry. It says made in Italy. Italian marble. Fine marble base. Motherfucker. See, put fine Italian marble on a participation trophy. It might be real marble. Then. It might be. You, you, you gotta trust the Italians. They've never been shifty at all. Not once. <laughs> no. Not once in history. No. But they did give us pizza, and pizza's awesome. No, they didn't. Pizza's an American thing. Are you fucking kidding me? Pizza's not. It's not Italian. What's not? I'm pretty. I'm pretty fucking. Well, positive. then fuck Italy. Then pizza's, I thought they gave us pizza. I was. I mean, they had all the good stuff like lasagna and spaghetti. But I'm no I'm, fuck all I'm that shit, dude. I'm almost pretty sure. Let me look it up. No pizza, man. Forget all that other bullshit. Here I am giving Italy all this credit for pizza, and they didn't even do it. Sons see. of bitches. Uh, ba, 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 ba. Supposedly, is in quotes, oh. the first pizza was created by a baker in Nepal. So that's, Really? Yeah. Supposedly. So. so the monks, the Nepalese monks gave us pizza. Son of a biscuit head. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to find... I, my mind's been blown. How the hell do we give Italy all credit for all these pizzas? The Greeks, Egyptians, Armenians, Israelis, and Babylonians were making some derivative of pizza in the ancient times. Not Italy. Basically, pizza... You didn't say Romans, did you? Was Romans on that list? Greeks, not Romans. See? Fuck Italy, man. (laughs) Apparently, pizza is Italian for pie. So... And may have come from Latin... P or pitch, I think that's how it's pronounced, or Greek pita. So it's been stolen. I feel cheated, dude. I, f- I feel cheated. Here I am thinking, I mean, think about the best pizzerias you've been to. Everybody listen to this podcast. Close your eyes and think about your favorite pizzerias. And I'm not talking about that bullshit Pizza Hut or Domino's, <laughs> Little Caesars, Papa John's. Not none of that bullshit Americanized pizza. Think about your good local pizza joint. <coughs> My favorite ones, there's always like an old Italian dude throwing the dough up, singing, Oh, Salamio! You know, he's got a crazy raper mustache. <laughs> yeah, like, mustache. I always gave them credit for pizza. And now you're telling me that they're frauds. In 1522, Columbus sailed the ocean blue. No, in 1522, tomatoes were brought back from Europe from or brought back to Europe from Peru in the New World. Originally thought to be poisonous, tomatoes eventually found their way into the diets of poor people of Nepal. As they pl- Naples, I'm sorry. Oh, Naples. That's right. I my my glasses are smudged by Naples, oh, not Nepal. Oh, that's in Italy. Not Nepal, Naples. My oh. fault. My fault. So Disregard all ran. Oh, here. As they placed the tomatoes onto their yeast dough, thus creating the first simple pizza we know of today. These early pizzas were quite popular because these working men usually had only flour, olive oil, lard, cheese, and herbs with which to feed their families. Okay. That would be my fault. My fault. Smudge on the glasses. I mispronounced the word. Naples, not Nepal. Naples. Naples, Florida, or Naples, Italy? I think it's Naples, Italy, I would assume. Nipples? Give nipples. Well, no, there's no I, so... I have nipples. Can you milk me, Greg? <laughs> Classic. Do you like pizza, Adam? One of my favorite foods. Pizza and Chinese. Top two favorite foods. Oh, you're, you're going intercontinental, apparently. Absolutely. Italy, China... All over the map. And you know what sucks about it? Those are both really bad for you. Yeah. That's the most worst thing about it is sure. both both foods are so horrible for you. What's your favorite pizza place around here? Locally where we live? Yeah, locally. Yeah. 
Oh, there's two. My two favorites. It's it's probably right now because you know you go on swings of things. Sometimes you're into one, and then you get kind of tired of it. But my favorite pizza place would be Hometown Homemade Pizza in Sharpsville, Pennsylvania. Real good stuff. My second favorite is probably Scotto's. Scotto's Pizza, and that's the old Why is it because it Italian has Scott guy. in it? No, I just think their pizza is oh, fucking okay. kick-ass, and it's an old Italian guy. It's called, the people at Hometown in Sharpsville, they're just they're just white people. But uh, the guy at Scotto's is an old Italian guy, and it used to be in our mall, but then they moved out of the mall, and now they're like in a plaza uptown, and... Yeah, I go in there all the time, and I can never understand what the guy's saying, but his pizza's freaking kick-ass. His pizza is fire. So, those are probably my two favorites. What about you? Um, there's that place in the mall. Devonzo's. Devon's. I do Devonzo's like that. is good. I do like that. They used to have a whole full-fledged restaurant, and then they closed the restaurant and just moved into like a little eatery in the mall. And that's, uh, Kristen used to work there. Christian used to work at Devonzo's when it was, you know where Montana's Steakhouse is? Yeah. That used to be Devonzo's. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, the other one would probably be, um, kick me forward to, I enjoy Pizza Joe's. I'm a Pizza Joe's guy, mainly because it has all, it's a lot of different kinds of pizza and it's not very expensive. For it. Yeah. So, stop it's- the presses, Scott, stop the presses. Breaking the question news. is. Breaking news. Does Italy's origins of pizza come from China? Really? There's there's abbreviation, but there's a full story. It was a European presentation of noodles. Marco Polo brought with him what was a flat bread that could be considered some manifestation of the current pizza. The thing is the pizza with... I'm reading it quoting, so... thing is the pizza with... It's tomato sauce and cheese were Italian in origin, but the concept that Polo had created came from China. Marco. Polo. So China's taking more jobs is what you're telling me. China, just one more reason why Trump, just (laughs) one more ammunition just to lock and load in their barrels. No. I mean, who knows how truth there is to this? I mean, it's the internet. Take it for what it is. So, yeah. Fucking Chinese. So, Adam. What? God forbid, but say doctor tells you you've got six months to live. What do you do? What do I do? Yeah. What are, what's some of your things on your bucket list? Bucket list. What are you going to do? What are you going to just get out of the what, what are the meals you're going to eat? Where are the places you're going to go? Um, I guess what, what do you do? Some of the boring stuff, traveling. I would I would try to travel. Where? I've always wanted to go to Rome. I've to always... eat pizza. That no. they stole from China. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I'd love to see the thieving Romans pizza. But <laughs> thieving <laughs> Romans pizza. I feel like that could be. I feel like that could be a pizza joint. <laughs> and just a Roman just <laughs> getting behind an getting behind an Asian man and just like he's trying to pickpocket him. <laughs> That's so racist. Yeah. It's, fun. it's funny, though. So it's it makes okay. It okay. This, is, this is Donald Trump's America. We're allowed to say things exactly. like this now. Um, yeah, I'd like to go travel a little bit. You know, I'd like to, I'd like to make love to a woman in each country that I visit. Oh, at yeah. least, you know, you know, I got six months. Oh, that's you know? really classy of you. I like, I like. You know, that. every time I go to a new country, you know, find a find a find a classy lady. Yeah, like, you're like I'm not gonna go bang a hooker in no, every no, all no, fifty no, no, states. No. I mean, I, like, I mean, gonna... I could. I'm dying in six months. <laughs> it wouldn't matter if if I was desperate. It's like I got a plane to catch in like two hours. Okay, let's just bang this out real quick. <laughs> <laughs> like, I gotta, I gotta fill the slot. <laughs> Listen, I got a big bucket list. I got six months. I gotta, I gotta make some check marks here, baby. So let's hurry this up. Yeah, um, yeah, do stuff, do stuff like that, and then to end it all skydiving i'd love to do skydiving and i would go as many times as until my parachute doesn't open and then i would know that i'd be good dude i don't want to die in a bed sickly just vomiting and just in my own mucus if i'm gonna go man i'm gonna go doing something crazy like that i'm gonna get a go rent a ferrari and just go 
get on the and Audubon. Go Paul Walker on it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Like, get on the Audubon or something. I'm going to do something nuts, man. Like, seriously. I guess if you got six months to live, what do you got to lose? Exactly. It's like, and then as you're falling, doctor gives a call, like, hey, by the way, that cancer, it's in remission. He's like, <laughs> parachute. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> I feel like that's a sitcom. <laughs> What's on your bucket list, sir? Mm. Oh, well, my bucket list is boring. I would do a lot of traveling, too. I'd want to hit all 50 states. I wouldn't, Dude, I wouldn't necessarily bang you've, bitches. You've, you've hit, like, almost all 50 states at this no, point. No, I you? have, like, 27. That's all? Really? I think so. Maybe I have 30. I, I got to sit back and count them out. I but... sworn you had more. No, I don't have... I don't have... There's a lot I haven't. I've never been to New England. I've never been to, like, the north central of the country. Like, the Dakotas and Idaho and all that bullshit in between. I mean, there's not much there, some would say, in some yeah. of those states. I'd like to, I'd like to hit all 50, just to say I did. Yeah. Um, I'm a Disney fan, Adam. I want to hit all the Disney parks. Every single one? Every single one. Like, How many are there? Well, there's Disney World, which is in Orlando, Florida, that has the four parks there. Magic Kingdom, Epcot, Hollywood Studios, Animal Kingdom. Then you've got Disneyland in Anaheim, California. It has the Disneyland Park and California Adventure. Then you've got Euro Disneyland in Paris. You've got Tokyo Disneyland in Tokyo. Shanghai Disneyland in Shanghai, Hong Kong in Hong Kong. So that's 10. Hong Kong, China. Hong Kong, China. Hong Kong, China. Okay. Wait, is, is Hong, Hong Kong is in China, yes. I was making a joke, but then you made me feel smarter. So thank you, sir. Hong Kong is in China. Yes, I it is in China. <clears throat> it's, where's Taiwan? Is that in China? It's Chinese Taipei, huh? Yeah, Chinese. It's It's not... Actually, in China, but it's like it's, it is, but it it's isn't. Like it's dirty mother or something. It's dirty mother. <laughs> your mu- your mother. <laughs> All right, so I think that was a pretty solid show. I had a good, fun. a good way to get our feet wet back into 2017. To get, you know, the holidays are behind us. The whole new year, everything. We were kind of going through some shit back there, but now it's time to, to get on the train. Just chug along. I'm gonna have to. Yeah, it's gonna be. It's gonna be an interesting, interesting time. It'll be entertaining, that's for sure. Yeah. Well, why isn't everybody listening to the show? Send us an email. Let us know. You only had six months, six months to live. What would you do? What's on your bucket list? Also, let us know, what's your favorite pizza joints? And tell us, remember some cartoons from your childhood. Let us know what those are. We'll talk about them on the show coming up. Definitely. So, Adam, you want to tell the people how they can uh, reach us? If you guys want to get a hold of Fourier Distraction, you can email us, FourierDistraction at gmail.com. We are on Facebook and Twitter. Search Fourier Distraction, Twitter at PodcastFYD. You can message us there. Follow us. Tweet us. Um, if you're listening to us on SoundCloud, we are also on iTunes. So you can search for Distraction and subscribe to us there. We're also a member of the Be Real Podcasting Network. So head over to BeRealNetwork.com. Listen to all our shows on there. We're up there about every week. Um, about five or six other shows that are on there right now. Real solid, solid gets. We'd also like to thank... Stone Church Pizza House and Brew Pub. They've got good pizza there, too, now that I think about it. Yeah, they do have good pizza. Um, The Chocolate Salvation. They've been keeping us brewed up for this episode. It's a solid beer. Oh, man, they do have good pizza. I forgot to mention theirs. Theirs are, like, small. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking more along the lines of, like, bigger pizzas. But, yeah, they're real good, too. I really hope people email us or send us messages and let us know, like, you know, I live in freaking... Massachusetts, I live in Oklahoma, I live in California, I live in Ontario, Canada, and they send us, this is our favorite pizza, because if I had six months to live, maybe, Adam, 
just maybe you'd knock out a quick one I in would their bathroom. Ju- I would ju- <laughs> I would I'm just sorry. travel around and try these amazing pizza joints that people are- That would that's me then. Okay. That's I go go to each pizza joint, find a dirty waitress and be like, I got six Where's months. Where's your head at? My head? it's in the gutter tonight, <laughs> sir. It's in the gutter. Look, I'm thinking about it. I got six months to live, man. Do what you can. Do all you can. You know what they say. Do everyone you can. YOLO. <laughs>